welcome to a new episode of the Metal and Higher podcast. You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle, and entertainment. Hey, this is Pia, and this is episode number nine of the Metal and High Heels podcast. And this is Kiki, and we welcome back our co-host, Steffi. Yes, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Where have you been? What have you been doing? Tell us about your time on the Austrian mountains. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Austrian and Austrian mountains. I worked there with cars, and I traveled through Estonia and... Uh, through the Netherlands, Belgium, Poland. Um, yeah, had a lot of action in the summer, <laughs> definitely. It was, it was very, very exciting. And That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was, definitely. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I will very soon miss this time, time of freedom. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> the normal life starts again. Oh, oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, for you it's back to school soon, right? Yeah, exactly. University starts in, I don't know, two weeks. Yes, two weeks. I I have to study again. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's still uh, quite okay. Yeah. (laughs) So today we're talking about uh, festivals. Yes, but before that... um, the news that shook us all to the core. Diana was kicked out of Xandria. Oh, yeah. And, and in the worst way possible. Yeah. No, not really. The worst way possible would be like Theatre of Tragedy did with Leif Christine and just post on their homepage, oh, uh, Leif Christine is not our singer anymore. And she finds out because she clicks on her homepage. That is the worst way. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's the worst way. But it wasn't yeah. nice anyway. It was still bad. Yeah. And um, Lisa Middelhofer also posted a statement. Oh, really? Uh, regarding really? that matter. Yeah, the original Xandria singer posted also a very, very, very long statement on her Facebook page. And it was actually... Um, very nice because um, you know it was like uh, saying um, stop vilifying the band because you don't know the whole story and uh, you know we're all humans we all make mistakes and stuff like that and um, she actually uh, yeah gave us a little more insight in in all of this um, behind the scenes that we don't see and um of course, she also left for similar reasons back then in 2008 or nine, I think even. And but but this time she 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 sees you know well, uh, like um, the lack of communication within the band is is actually uh, indeed a problem, or was back then. She says and um, yeah, like you know, shit happens more or less. <laughs> Yes, but they already have a new singer or just uh, someone who sings until they have a new singer or something? Yeah, Eva Morel will step in for uh, Diana or for uh, the singing for the upcoming European tour. Okay, do we know her from another project? 
Yes, from Avarium. Ah, wow. Yeah, Steffi, are you a fan of Avarium? <laughs> no, no, that, that's a different band. But uh, Avarium, I, I know them. There's also still a young band. And um, yeah, yeah, they're pretty okay. They want to play modern gothic metal or something like that. Stuff like that. Um, Okay, I have to check them out because uh, they are also playing on on oh, yeah. female metal event next week, mm-hmm. and we have to see them. And I think we also have an interview scheduled with uh, her. Yeah, with, with the band. I don't know if we have the interview with her, but we or will talk to the band. Yeah, we will talk to the band. Um, if it is with uh, with Eva, with the singer, it would be yeah. very interesting to ask her what she thinks about the whole yeah. the whole drama. Yes, and it would be so nice of you, Kiki, if you would post um, the statement that Lisa posted in our show notes, which you can find at metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast. Exactly. And uh, yeah, now that you mentioned the the, <laughs> the show notes, uh, you, um, you can also, well, everybody can tweet at us while listening to this with hashtag mhpodcast9, the number nine, or, well, how always directly to at Metal High Heels on Twitter. Yes. So what festivals have you guys, um, do you guys want to talk about today? Mm, of course, we have to talk about female metal events. And we also have to talk about festivals we have been to this year. I think you, Kiki, have been at Wacken Festival. Yes. How was it? It has grown so much. It's um, it was it was my second time up there. I was uh, we were together at Wacken, or mm-hmm. we saw each other at Wacken in two thousand eleven. Yes. And this was my second time, and um, it's amazing how how much bigger it is. Is it amazing or is it annoying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I think Wacken, yeah, a lot of hardcore metal fans hate Wacken, I think. If I talk to some people, yeah, I call them that real metalhead, I don't know what we are or not, but uh, most of them just said they uh, hate Wacken. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of controversy around it. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who say that um, it's gone to to mainstream yeah, and exactly. too pricey and mm. Mm, commercial. But I think yeah, everybody I, in that situation would do exactly the same. I would do the same. What? Yeah. What do you mean with the same? I would make it grow bigger and oh, bigger yeah, yeah. with VR techniques and everything that's possible. And make money out of it. <laughs> yeah, sure. But also, um, not only because of the money, of course, also because of the money. Um, <laughs> but I like things to um, to develop. And if you can add something new, something nice, like for example, uh, they—I don't know if they—they have it, but they had a kind of roller coaster, not exactly a roller coaster, but um, Jägermeister had a machine with which you could rise and see the festival from above. Uh huh. That's really cool. And if you have the possibility to add something like that to your festival, I think you should do that. Obviously, I mean. Um... 
it's not only about the music anymore. There are a lot of other stuff surrounding the whole thing, like uh, the the metal yoga hours in the morning and the wrestling and everything. It's like really everything full of attractions. And I mean, whatever your opinion on it, if you're a metalhead, I think you have to have been there once. Yes. And then you can at least. choose if you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah, and then you can have a have an opinion about it. Uh, the, th the annoying thing... Um, Steffi, you're right. It's like the the. It's uh, yeah. It takes a long time to go from one from one place to another. It's not like you can say, okay, I'm gonna watch this band for half the time, and then I can run across the field to see another band where there is um, that's playing in. I don't know, in another uh, stage way over there because the, <laughs> it's actually a long way to walk, <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, And well, the thing is, uh, the last couple of years, apparently, it has been raining all, all the time. So uh, it's um, it's very, very muddy. And that makes it very difficult and exhausting to walk. So that's why I actually missed a couple of bands that I wanted to see this year. Mm. Have you been to another festival? This year? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was at a at a little festival called Turok Open Air mm -hmm. in Essen, where Life of Agony Life of Agony played. When was that? Uh, four weeks ago. Yeah, I think so. Yes, and that's uh, that's free and has only one stage and is in a, on a small um, yeah like a, a, a square that's you know almost like a park. However, it was it was actually pretty cool. It was not only uh, not only rock and metal, but also um, a bit of punk. Ignite played there. There was that was super fun. They had had a lot of political statements between their their songs, and um, that was very interesting to see. And uh, Mina Caputo, of course, it was great to see her on stage. That was very cool. Yes, I want to see her one day too. I hope I can make it she has a lot of energy and those have been the two festivals that i've seen this year <laughs> mm -hmm. and steffi and i have been to tusca oh yeah that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> like on wacken open air they they um continue adding things to their festival site too but it's mm -hmm. much much smaller than wacken what did they all have on the on the venue at the venue steffi <laughs> They had a sauna. Yeah, exactly. A sauna. Oh, that was great. <laughs> and uh, what else? The sauna. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was not uh, VIP. The diner? Yeah, exactly. But something, yeah, like a VIP uh, area almost. It was very exclusive. And. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, it was yeah like like a real restaurant and uh, very very beautiful location and yeah it it felt a little bit wrong to be there at a festival because it was just a little bit too nice <laughs> and there was no dirt but just uh, yeah I don't know the tables made uh, very very beautiful and yeah of course the food uh, seemed to be very good yeah. They also had a laundry. You were able to wash your clothes at the festival site for free. <laughs> nice. Yes. Yeah. 
How was the, the, the sauna? Steffi was there. She went into the sauna. Yeah, I tried it. I think I was the only uh, girl from abroad there. <laughs> Most of them were just Finnish guys. It was a little bit funny. Um, it was it was tent. Um, it was tent with wooden benches. And in the middle of the tent was um, an oven yeah, to, mm -hmm. to get the heating, get the heat into it. And yeah, then a sauna master, <laughs> well, it seems just came up to, um, down from, from Lapland. It was Yes, he was so relaxed. <laughs> he, uh, he looked very, very funny. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, that's it. Outside there were showers, two showers, so you can get, um, cool down after your sauna visiting and uh, you also uh, could get a massage and oh, yeah. Nice. yeah it was like a little Finnish spa area <laughs> mm -hmm. yes and they also had um, discussion panels I also talked about that with the CEO of the Tuska festival mm -hmm. um, yes and I'd say let's just listen to the interview now. Ooh. Yeah. I think we couldn't be more backstage than here <laughs> with <laughs> yes, with Ika Mekinen, the CEO of Tuska Festival. First of all, um, thank you for a great festival. Um, do you enjoy it yourself a bit? <laughs> a bit, yeah, a lot. Actually, a lot. I I, I love it. This is the, only the best festival in the world. <laughs> Happy to be here and glad you are here too. And how can you be so relaxed? Uh, I'm not. I'm pretending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one doesn't notice. <laughs> um, how did the the industry actually change over the last years? I think it's the 20th edition. Yeah. So when you look back to the beginning until now, what changed? Everything is getting more and more professional, of course. The bands, the, the, the like, like the equipments and everything. But but, um, during the like five last years, people like on audience wise are are one. You know, we got this dining thing. We got this better beer collection. We got special like champagne bar, whiskey bar. Mm -hmm. We got also one 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 place where you can have non-alcoholic drinks like cocktails but no alcohol and stuff like that you want to have better food you want to the experience is different you you, you want something you, you still need to have the great band great packet for like Tuska have three days super good bands but then you need to have something on the cake too and that's yeah. that's something that is development now at most because I think everything else is now so professional on the bands and on the agencies on and, and, and on, on the production wise so now is now the time is changing things with the audience and the experience okay. now there are about 30,000 guests here right uh, I think we're gonna go um, depending on today sales but we're gonna go 35 or uh, 36 around for, for three day um, are there plans to make the festival bigger or is it a size that you want to keep? Um, this is the biggest that we have ever done. We have 14,500 last night and was sold out uh, and worked really well. I would say our, our goal would be to be 15,000 per day, something like that. Just after that, if you want to make a bigger festival, you need to book Metallica, Iron Maiden or something like that, Rammstein. 
and 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 that's a short way because because there aren't that many that size bands yeah in the metal scene true <laughs> how many months do you plan this festival in advance our promoter is booking bands for next year now and uh, and of course it's, it's a all-year job for a couple of people and then the production and and that kind of thing starts like fifth five months ahead like when it really starts and of course it's the crew is getting bigger all the time when the festival is getting closer but for me I'm, I work around the year promoter who's booking the bands is working around the year and our producer is working around the year so it's a full-time job for you it's a full-time job yeah we do a lot of other things too but this is this is our main product and how many people work here in total uh, couple of hundred for us and, and then another one couple of hundred for the like for the beer sales and that's on soft point and uh, around 120 securities on that and then they're working for I would say so like five five six hundred and there are also some interesting discussions this year I think you started last year with this um, kind of things and um, who came up with the idea me I'm working just three. This is my third Tuska, and 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 the package is 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 strong. The brand is strong. The festival is strong, but but I I started to build up these kind of things, you know, to put up the cherries on the cake. Yeah. And one thing was that fourth stage that I invented like last year. Mm -hmm. I think last year was the first time, you know, to have interviews, live interviews, and discussions and stuff like that. And and, and I I for myself, I. I love that on a festival, you know, you got some time in between and you can go to different space and, and, and you just, some people said, you know, what was that, what, what was the picture taken from, I've never even heard about that kind of place and all that, it's something that every people don't even know that exists and I, uh, then you need to come another year, you know, yeah. I should go there too and just like uh, give those candies that, that you want more. And um, there is also, also this tennis star, Jako Niminen. Yeah, Who takes part? I think they are on now. Yes, I think yeah. so too. Yeah. How come that he that he is here? Uh, he's a metal fan, like like many of the other sport names, like oh, nice hockey and, and tennis and that. Mm -hmm. They are metal fans and they wanna they wanna be here. And uh, of course, there are a lot of people on, on on the outside music business that are metal lovers. Of course, they are. Of course, all of them are here. Are you a musician yourself? Uh, yeah, I play, but but this is a hobby thing anyway. Mm -hmm. Like most of the people work in the music business, they are there. You know, they start out playing the band, but then they realize they are better on the other side of the disc. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a fun thing, you know. Go with. And which instrument do you play? Uh, I play guitar, but but I, I I do other stuff too. Play drums and sing. So, um, obligatory question for the end: Which band would you like to book that never played at Tuska before? Tool. Great. Thank you. <laughs>
And the funny thing is, I think all the Finnish people are super relaxed because Eka Mekinen also was so relaxed during the interview. <laughs> yeah. During the, the whole festival time. And I think if I would have to organize such a big festival, I would never be so relaxed. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I hope he'll make it and um, Tool will play there one day. That would be super cool. Tool? Mm -hmm. He says in the end that he would like to book tour for the festival. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to think a, a second about it. <laughs> 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 But I was so surprised that I was like, oh, okay, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But that would be amazing if they finally release, an, uh, release another album. And um, yeah, I think it's the dream of every um, metalhead to, to see Tool live again mm -hmm. someday. Yep. Um, yeah. But um, what I wanted to say about the whole uh, Finnish people being relaxed, uh, maybe it's the whole sauna going. <laughs> <laughs> If you're in the sauna all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like the sauna too. Yeah. And there is another festival we all three are going to attend. Yeah, it's going to be the first festival where we are uh, all three of us together. Yeah since uh, Rock Hearts when since we met, met each other uh, three years ago, two years ago. Oh, yeah. Two years. Wow. Cool. That's one time. Yes. So, Steffi, you've been with us for two years already. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, we're going to Female Metal Event. Oh, woo, woo. Woo. Yeah. In Next days, week. Yes, it is uh, in a few days. And um, what are you guys looking for forward to? Which band are you looking forward to seeing? I think for the cool event, I do. Almost Delane, I think, the headliner. I saw them once in the podcast. And I enjoyed that, um, yeah, positive party feeling somehow. They can create while playing. And just, yeah, it's just fun to look at them. And there are lots of bands I never heard about, I have to say. And so, yeah, just looking forward to, yeah, know who they are, what what are they playing, and, yeah, what kind of music they do. Cool, yes. <laughs> Pia, you're looking forward to seeing Persona? Yes, I just... Um wrote a review about their new album, which was released yesterday. Yeah. Called Metamorphosis, and it's a really good album, and I'm really looking forward to see how they perform it on stage. We already met the band um, last year. They were yes. there as guests. And we also had an interview with them, which was very interesting. And after mm -hmm. that, I listened to the first album, which was okay but I wasn't overwhelmed like I was with this one because it has so many influences from I'd say Arabian sounds I as European I'm not sure if that's true or if it's another influence but to me it sounds like that mm -hmm. and also this classical um, European metal I think they listen to bands like Iron Maiden a lot uh -huh. because I found some sounds of that band in it. Um, and the singer, Jelena, she grows a lot now. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if she did it before. I don't think so. Yes, yeah, so it'll be 
great to see them on stage. And um, yeah. I'm also looking forward to see End of the Dream again. I think it's two years ago that they played there, or at least that I saw them playing there. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure they developed as a band a lot. Yes. And of I course, also think so. <laughs> and of course, um, a band that some people miss, some people are happy that they don't exist anymore, but the, the follow-up band, so to speak, from Crypteria. And then Yeah, that's the one I was going to mention. I wasn't a fan of Crypteria, but uh, I also never saw them live. So <laughs> I saw them at, um, at a festival and they played quite early. And the singer, <laughs> she was um, running around on stage a lot. And she said, well, come on, let's do some morning aerobics. <laughs> <laughs> so she's very entertaining. <laughs> Cool, cool. I also want to see uh, Vertrar Draugurin. With, That's uh, the my... new band from the autumn singer, right? Marian Wellman. Yes, yes. exactly. Um, and I think there are also a couple members of uh, X Stream of Passion in that band. Hmm. Yeah. But what about that? Is, is Autumn over or is that just another band? Mm, I think it's just another band. I okay. didn't hear about um, about that Autumn would cancel. But I about Autumn disbanding? Mm -hmm. I just uh, look up if Autumn <laughs> quit the band, but I don't think so. Um, it's a long time ago that they released an album. Mm-hmm. But um, Wikipedia says nothing about an end of the band. But maybe we can ask Mayan about that. Mm -hmm. They also played there two years ago, right? Yeah, we, we had an interview with them uh, at FEM last time. Mm -hmm. or, or one of the times <laughs> we've been to every edition of um, Female Metal Event. That's very cool. And um, what was I going to say? You wanted to say that um, the podcast is over now. <laughs> yes. And oh, oh, yeah. Also, <laughs> we are going to interview a lot of bands at Female Metal Event this year. So uh, if anybody has some questions we they want asked, that uh, you can tweet at us, obviously. And uh, don't remember to put the hashtag MHPodcast9 for those questions on Twitter. Or you can also just write on our Facebook page, on our Instagram um, wherever you know how to reach us. Those bands are the bands we're going to interview. Persona, obviously. Mm -hmm. End of the Dream. Edge of Paradise. Circle Unbroken. Averium. Phantom Elite. Averium, yeah. And then let's see which other bands confirm yes. my request. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Perfect. So, um... If you're listening for the first time, as always, subscribe to Metal and High Heels podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Acast, and Podbean. So we are all over the place now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a lot. <laughs> and big thanks to Cassandra Novell for our awesome jingle that's based on the song Storm by her band Mercy Isle. The direct link to the show notes for this episode are metal-and-highheels.com slash podcast nine, the number nine for the ninth episode. Yeah, so thank you for listening. 
Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. Enjoy your day. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye.